My conversation, oh, okay. yeah. My conversation with them is like, um, you know, last year we saw the president of the United States get censored while he was still <laughs> the sitting president, right? Yeah, At that's what, important to people, isn't it? I just, <laughs> yo, I just think that's a big deal, right? That's happened a lot, though. So so there's that piece. And, and, my, and my question is like, at what point did they say, you know what? We don't like what you're doing on social media, so we're going to pause your bank account. Yeah. I, like, I don't think that's far off. Well, I, I think, do you feel that people just don't notice it? Is that what it is? I so like. Do so, you feel bad for people because you think it's about to? Because you're prepared for it, obviously. No, so I, I'm just like. Or preparing. My thing is, a Bitcoin is supreme to everything, right? Yeah. Um, but on top of that, it's censorship proof. So when the powers that be don't like what you're doing in person or online, yeah. Ultimately, they they can stop your bank account, and then what do you do at that point when you yeah. can't transact currency? You know what I mean? And, and Bitcoin solves that problem. Yeah, got to go back to the to the always so. or whatever. It's a it's a thing. But actually, we were having that conversation before we went live on the mics. Um, yeah. That's why you know for a lot of these services, let's not just single out in mining industry, but a lot of these services, we have to own this stuff. Uh, it needs to be part of our possession, mm-hmm. and we need to be responsible for it, right? Like mm-hmm. you think about cold storage, you think about your whole coin and all mm-hmm. that stuff. It's a responsibility thing. But you know, sometimes we try to you know the fiat world or the fiat standard has conditioned us to kind of do the easy route thing because it's important to do. Uh, and a lot of the reason, a lot of the reason for us being in the position that we're in now is because we gave away a lot of that power mm-hmm. for convenience. Mm-hmm. Hey, take care of our banking. Hey, take care of our delivery. Hey, take care of this and take care of that. We'll pay you to do this stuff for us. And that's when the charlatans were able to slide in there and, and basically, you know, steal from us, pillage from us. So, I, I, you know, we talked about mining and specifically, it is much more convenient probably more economically set to do it in a a place like Compass Mining, but unconfiscatable means that they need to take it from you, Mm -hmm. not from Compass Mining, not from the the, the distributor, the manufacturer, the exchange, blah, blah, blah. So it it just goes back. And I could do better with this too. Um, I actually think I was more into privacy early on into Bitcoin Mm -hmm. than I am at the moment. Uh, But because I was so deep into it early, I think I still have a firm understanding of what security is in Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. But... um, People need to just take more responsibility with their mining, with their yeah. nodes, with their cold storage, with anything that allows you to, you know, verify, have, move, transfer anonymously. Uh, Samurai whirlpools. I haven't used that. That's actually an Android thing. You might want to check that out. Mm. Um, and coin joins and things like that. I haven't done that stuff yet. So I feel that, you know, I need to get back into privacy, mm-hmm. doing it that way. Uh, but you know, everybody has their own journey. We're all working towards it. We all need to learn, but that's an important thing. We brought that up. Yeah. If, uh, if you do all of those things, can you label yourself like a cypherpunk or how does that work? I don't think so. <laughs> I think if you're a cypherpunk, um, you're, you're contributing code towards gotcha. a, a cause, right? Like an, an, yeah, an yeah. anonymous cause, right? Yeah. Like whether it's money in Bitcoin, uh, whether it's, you know, just encryption in general, when it comes to like signal, right? Like mm-hmm. messaging encryption so yeah. we could protect our rights. Uh, anything that protects human rights and freedoms. When mm-hmm. it comes to code, I think that makes you a cypherpunk if you contribute gotcha. to that. Gotcha. Uh, but just like every other word, I'm loose sure term. it's loosely yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. thrown around here and there. But the real people are the contributors of the code because the code is what allows us to do this anonymous activity mm-hmm. in an open world. I don't know if it's GG, probably sounds like GG, but something along the lines of, um, you know, that type of encryption is what, you know, separates the digital world from the physical world. We could mm-hmm. now interact in both these worlds back and forth. Uh, and Bitcoin allows us to do that so they can't mess with it. Mm-hmm. But if we use exchanges, right, we yeah. know this. If we do these compromising situations where we think, like sort of like we think with the bank, that the bank is always going to be there. We know it's not, but mm. that's how some people think about their Bitcoin. Like, yeah. oh, well, you know, Grayscale will always be there. It would take a nuclear disaster to wipe mm. them out. Yeah, but if a nuclear disaster happens, you can still own it if you do it the smart way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah totally. To go back, uh, we were talking about having miners that are hosted elsewhere through yeah. Compass or whatever third-party company. Yeah. I only know Compass, and, by the uh, way, but, but I'm not I think there's other smaller stuff. ones. I've I'm sure, yeah. I've seen dudes on Reddit like, yo, I'm about to go in on 300 S19s. Yeah. Here's the discounted rate. If you want to buy one, I'll host it at my place. Dope, yeah. yeah. Boom. So someone like yourself, you know what I'm saying? Who but just, the bigger ones are Compass. And no, I, I don't yeah, know Compass Mining is the like only one I know right now. I, oh, I know of one other, but I think it's like commercial. So I think like the, the minimum order is probably like 50 grand. Yeah. Um, so you're talking like huge farms. 
yeah. um, on minors. But what, what we were saying was that, like, at what point does the FBI come in and say, we're looking at your electric bill. We know you're either growing weed or selling Bitcoin miners. You told me that last time. It's true. It's like true. That's, that's, so in Jason Williams' book, that's the situation that happened. The feds came to him and were like, yo, you ordered 500 miners. This is your bank statement. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what you doing with it? Where where's the energy? We're not seeing it. And yeah. he's like, Hey, I'm recycling tires actually. Let me show you. Yeah. Let, me, let me put you on the game. Yeah. And he's running a million dollar operation. Um yeah. probably weekly. All right. I don't know. It has to be huge. I guess um, I guess in theory, use compass, right? Like to do that, to yeah, get yeah. like a big, you know, amount of sats. And then I don't know, there are, uh, somebody would probably say, grab it, send it to like a whirlpool wallet, yeah. and then from whirlpool or coin join, go over to your cold storage. That's smart. I might do that. I've heard that. I just yeah. I, I, you know, maybe when I start stacking, right? Like That's at, at a bigger level. Let's yeah, work but, on that. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, I, I will. There, there's like versions of CoinJoin for uh, iOS, but I think most of the apps are working on Android. I'm going to have to check that out. You definitely have yeah, to. Yeah, I still it. haven't sent any transactions through there, but I, I probably should just on the regular. Yeah, but I think that's the smart way to do it, right? Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of the, you know, pleb miners and real miners are definitely going to say, well, you you know, if you have it at home, you have a VPN on, on your yeah. modem, then you're more anonymous. It's KYC free. You could mm-hmm. join pools that are less than what we know of, like the email, like literally nothing. Mm-hmm. You actually use your Bitcoin address you want your payout in, as you're like signing, gotcha. right? So like they don't want nothing but how are we gonna pay you? Mm. That's super cool. Uh, but yeah, like even if you use like a third party and you send it to a public wallet, then from there just probably coin join it, yeah. Or or, or you know uh, samurai wallet it or whatever. Uh, Whirlpool is what it is on samurai wallet. Send that in there and then send it to yeah. your cold storage. And, Let's work that out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think Taproot's gonna help with all this stuff too. By the way, gotcha. So. It'll probably do it more just natively. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah the, the address would just be harder to identify on its own. And then you could probably still do whirlpools and stuff on like top that of to, it. to really make it real nice and spicy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's cool, you know, to get as much stats as possible, but it, it's it, you can't fake yourself into think that you own these miners. You do because they'll send them to you. But you, you know do, what I mean. But if the feds come come through and they're like, Word. hey, we're seizing all or these. Or robbery, right? Or, or, or robbery. Yeah. But even I'm thinking of, uh, I forget the name of the term it's uh something the police can do where they can basically seize your property if they suspect that you're using it for xyz yeah um it's like asset forfeiture or something like that but they can literally like take your stuff and and i and i I don't i haven't really like dug through it with like an eyeglass but i don't think compass is going to reimburse you if if that happens yeah i'm i'm doubtful that in the contract it says in the event of xyz (laughs) we get stuck up or whatever like i don't I don't know. Are they insuring all those things? Maybe. I should, I'm going to ask my rep. But Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, and, you know, it, it's been a good experience. Um, I still plan on keeping these S9s as long as mm-hmm. possible. Uh, but, it, yeah, it, it, it's – I don't know if it's just the Northeast. It's or, Northeast, bro. Is it? Everywhere yeah. else is – Texas generally is $0.08 cents a kilowatt hour. You got to – yeah, it, it's just – it's very hard. And mining yeah. is, is, a, is a strategy game, right? You have to be affordable. You have to be profitable. You can mine at a loss. Uh but at what is your tolerance rate? Because yeah, thanks. At some point, you're just in, losing Bitcoin. In, in in perspective, if you're in Massachusetts, your electric bill is probably three times higher than the rest of the country. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, if you can take 66% of that electric cost and then mine at home or have free energy, it's more profitable. Right, right. You know what I mean? And yeah, so. it's just um, uh, also it's not like I have machines that are hashing hard, right? Yep, so yep, it's yep. like the, the trade off is not there with the S nines. Yep. Um, I think I saw earlier. I think we talked about it last week. It's 2017, I believe the S nines came out. Gotcha. I think I said 2018 last week. Either way. Gotcha. But they've been kicking for what's about to be what four years now. Yeah. So they've been Who kicking strong. Uh, it is Bitmin. Bitmin. I, I, I okay. think so. Ant miners. Yeah, Bitmin. Got so uh, yeah, we were talking about that too. Uh, won't call out no names, but yeah, <laughs> I, I guess you know. I had somebody, a few people actually compare, you know, the what's miners mm-hmm. um, to, you know, German engineering versus the Bitmen kind of just being your average every day of the mill. German people. engineering is supreme, sir. You see? Uh, and, and, you know, I, I trust these people. Uh, it wasn't a salesman, so mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't like a charlatan. Consult. Yeah, right. This person had nothing to lose, nothing to gain, right, mm-hmm. to, to give me this information. Um, but, yeah, it, I, I would hate to think back to the, the, the feds coming in that I would pay these things, not own them. Right when I think those machines are even profitable here in Worcester, oh, it yeah, won't be yeah. as much profitable. Oh, but yeah, it'll be as profitable. Yeah, still profitable. So the argument is still bring them home in mind and just yeah, get a little yeah. more. Uh, in in comparison, I mean the M31s, which has what 84 terahash, right? Yeah, uh, 82. Um, right now those are six grand, um, and they're mining around twenty four dollars a day. Yeah. So what All do you right. think the electricity here would be? Probably 
Well, that's if I it, like it, nineteen it, of that. It's uh, probably three thousand kilowatts. Your S nines, I don't know the kilowatt rate. I think it's eighteen. Is it eighteen hundred each? No, actually, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm running them at thirteen fifty. Okay. Because I can set them in the background. Oh, best. So, so, both so two of those. Yeah. So your cost right now isn't that far off from what one S nineteen would be, at you know thirty three hundred kilowatt hours. You have to explain that. Right. So, so right now, if, if your units are both thirteen fifty, I tell you what, my two uni- my two units are not bringing in what the S nineteen is bringing in. Yeah, yeah, not not dollars. I mean power consumption use. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So if they're they're thirteen fifty kilowatts. Yes, so I have them set to that. Two of those are like twenty seven hundred. Sure. So if the S nineteen is thirty three, thirty four hundred, you're yeah. only seven eight hundred off. Okay. So your electric bill is only going to increase less than one third. But the return will be higher. But your hash. return is going to be you're yeah. going to go from I mean what's the terahash from on these? thirty hash to eighty. What were we comparing to what's minor? Oh yeah, yeah, what's minor? The the what's minor? My bad is uh it's like eighty four terahash. Yeah. Um, so from thirty to eighty four. From thirty to eighty four is close to a three x. Uh, yeah, I mean two x, right? Yeah, close to thirty like to 200. sixty, yeah. sixty to eighty four. Yeah. Uh, so probably like one point seven. Yeah. Um. And, yeah, it's still profitable. It's yeah. just not as profitable. Yeah, I guess is the point. But yeah. we'll see how it goes. I like that. Even if I have to pay for it, if I don't like my experiments, I can at least get them shipped to me. Facts. Uh, that's pretty cool. Um, but. Yeah, you know, at some point we have to take ownership of all this stuff yep. and be responsible. Totally agree. If not to not learn to how to use this stuff and how to put it together, um, but to you know be more sovereign and, and be more. Yeah, free. I saw a Twitter video of uh, just looked like some computers or some miners outside in a jungle with a bunch of wires going into the water, as if they were trying to hydropower the miners for computers. That's and I way. was like, this is crazy. Hydropower is the way. This I, is I don't nuts. know. I like the volcano stuff, of course. And yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. all incredible stuff. But hydro, we have water yeah. everywhere. Hydropower yeah. is the way. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know the numbers on that, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Because I've heard of even people say that like uh, wind turbines are worthless and stuff like that. Yep. So um, yeah, maybe I, somebody can make an argument for water, I, hydro I, being I, worthless. I talked but. to a mechanical engineer, yep. one of my smartest, closest friends. And uh, the first thing he commented on was hydro. He was like, bro, because we talked about gas, we talked about everything, and he was like, yo, hydro, water's everywhere, and it's powerful, it's extremely powerful. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like if we if we live near a river or a dam, that we could partner with the city. Hey, we'll give you twenty percent. Yeah, whatever, whatever the fee is, we'll or, pay or we'll pay you in USD right. if we can do X, Y, Z. If we can tap this into the water, that'll be a better argument for them, like because then you would have to explain Bitcoin and all that. And yeah, then I, yeah, yeah, they're gonna yeah. be ah well. But if I say, hey, I'm gonna hit you off with some money. Yeah, the city's gonna be all ears for that. Um, this is gonna be a completely change of subject, but yeah. I've been following this literally since earlier, mm. um, and this is extremely interesting. So, you want to know how long it's been since the last block? Forty minutes. I've been following this since earlier. Couple hours. I give you five hours and forty-five minutes since the last block. Wow. Um, all right. So, explain why that's an issue, why it isn't an issue, and what was the original block time that was designed. Uh, I'm looking at Santa. I have this whole dashboard full up, which is the most interesting. It's, it's like I've posted this. It's like literally watching Bitcoin breathing. Like you it, showed me that. It's like I, well, I functioning. Saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's like a pulse. It's yeah. It's yeah. insane to watch like the transactions go in. Yeah. How many blocks? I don't think I've ever noticed. It's probably happened plenty of times before. When the mempool clears, it literally gets to the point where there's like a half a block. There's nothing to mine after that. There's no transactions filling it. To yeah. me, it was scary watching it. Like, what happens if it doesn't have a block? But in my mm. opinion, I think the, the miners just keep chugging along. They just don't get the transaction fees because there is none. Right. Uh, but it's never happened. I, it, there's always transactions that fill it eventually. Yeah. But, like, I understand the mempool much more important seeing it like this. But to answer your question, um, I guess it depends where you're at when it comes to the um, how long the blocks are taking. Mm-hmm. If you're uh, a miner, you love it because that means that most likely the next, next difficulty adjustment, which is about every two weeks, is going to be lower. Mm-hmm. because it's taking there's, it long to find these blocks. They're saying the next one is going to be another 24%. I actually have it right here. That, that's a that's a wrong number. Is it? Um, yeah, that's, you have to get closer to the date to get a more constant gotcha. number. So a few days ago, it was at like 24. Right. Right now, the estimated difficulty change is negative 9, 7. So okay. about 10. 10%. Yeah, about 10. Of course, from what it is now. <laughs> yeah. So it's going down that ladder. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if it's, it, you know, ideally for those listening that don't know, um, Bitcoin is designed to pump blocks about every 10 minutes or so. Sometimes it's a little more, sometimes a little less. With this constant changing of time, that's how Bitcoin automatically adjusts its difficulty and makes it um, easier or harder to find blocks. If it's taking really long to find blocks, that means there's not enough players in the game, hashers, right? 
So Miners. Bitcoin, right? However you're hashing, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Bitcoin is basically saying, hey, it's taking them so long that I need to drop my difficulty so that they could get closer to 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And what the miners are trying to find is this nuts number, this very hard specific number to land. And our hashing is basically taking guesses every time to try to get to this one number. So if it's taking five hours, it's, it's, it seems to be hard, right? But that five hours doesn't mean anything in the span of two weeks because if the next one to 10 minutes consistently, that difficulty change, as you said, from 25 to 10, mm-hmm. that's because of that. But I personally, with my own two eyes, have never seen five hours and 48 minutes now we're going on. And this is a live ticker. Like, if it finds it, it's going to go to zero. So we'll see by the end of this uh, episode if mm-hmm. we're, we're going to find the block. Um, so it's good if you're a miner. Mm-hmm. You make more money. Yep. Uh, difficulty drops. That's all good. Bad if you're a pool because if you find Bitcoin and every block you get 6.5 Bitcoin, I believe, at the moment, mm. you don't get transaction fees if there's not a lot of stuff going on. Gotcha. Super bad if you're trying to pay somebody <laughs> mm, and yeah, you're waiting for you. taking a long to, to transact. Five hours ago, if you were on the front of the list and you paid the high amount of sats, which is probably wasn't a lot because yeah, yeah. the mempool was low. Mm-hmm. It, it's actually, mempool has four blocks in it right now. So, but... If you were waiting to get on the next block, you've been waiting about five hours. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, 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 if it was a big transaction, I'd probably be pretty nervous. I don't even have... even sending payments to uh, the compass. Yeah. Like when I sent my first big like Bitcoin payment yeah. to like not my exchange to my cold storage, like yeah. actually paying someone. Yeah. It's pretty nerve wracking, bro. I, I yes and no. I, I think you just have to trust it, right? No, nah, yeah, and, and I do. And, and I do. it does give you a transaction ID, right? Yep, so you can yep. locate this thing. Yeah, and, and, and almost immediately, you're going to look at that transaction and you're going to see pending. Yeah, yeah. So, like, once I see that, I'm like, oh, we're right. good. As soon as I know it's like, to me, that's like, I don't know, on the block. Right. Or right. I, I get some sort of um, it, paper it's, receipt. It's in the mempool. If you have, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. have a transaction ID that's not, you know, um, confirmed, mm-hmm. your transaction is sitting in the mempool ready to Waiting. get picked up by a miner. Yep, yep, yep. Right? So you're good. You have to trust the system at that point. There is yeah. a timeout period where it just goes back to you. But the way inputs and outputs work, and we talked about it last week, is, is yeah, once you see that your wallet is negative, you know, 0.5 Bitcoin or whatever, mm-hmm. you can't make up 0.5 Bitcoin. It's not like your bank account where they just did some math in the, in the forefront and then they're going to settle weeks later in the background. Right. You can't send anything that you don't have. Mm-hmm. And when you send it, you don't have it. So your app is going to show you. Your wallet is going right, to show you. Right. Like, there's no games being played here. So I say as long as you have the right address on the end. Yep. Um, people yeah, there's nothing to worry about. People don't say trust QR codes. I usually do. I don't yeah. know why. People have told me that. They're um, pretty on point from... Yeah, I, I think it's just convenient. And that sucks because it's not a word to be using in Bitcoin. But um, I do check address as much as possible. Uh, but yeah, check your address. And if, as long as you're sure, that payment got made. And the beauty of it is... Mm-hmm. The other side, let's use compass mining. We're not picking on compass mining. Sure. Um, the other side can't fake the flunk and be like, it never showed up. Because mm-hmm. you could just be like, well, yeah, here's yeah, the yeah. transaction ID, buddy. Yep, yep. yep. You got yeah, that, that's one thing I love too is opening yeah. up that show transaction and you can see basically everything that's going on. Absolutely. Uh, which is cool. So. And then every time you get picked up on the mempool and you get added to the next block, five minutes and 51, five hours and 51 minutes of counting, <laughs> um, then you'll see the first confirmation. Most exchanges, most things usually rely on two or three confirmations. Mm-hmm. And what that means confirmation-wise is every time a block goes by, you're confirmed because, you know, that, that whole previous chain has been confirmed more times, right? So it hasn't split. It hasn't been changed. The transaction didn't disappear into like an orphan block and things like that. So um, you're good. You get one, two, three confirmations then the theory is, is that it's going to take so much computational power to reverse the chain mm. to be able to go back three blocks yeah. that it's nearly impossible to take that transaction from history. Right. So that's what makes it so powerful. And that's why when a, when a transaction settles, it settles for good. Yeah. Uh, you can't reverse the chain. You can't get a refund. I don't know much details about it, but I believe Ethereum in the past did that to recover mm. the DAO tokens that they lost or whatever. <laughs> They just reversed the I was, chain. I was talking with uh, that's insane. The contractor who's working uh, in my bathroom. We were talking about Bitcoin earlier. Yep. And I was just talking about you know things that these other coins promise and how like Bitcoin is decentralized and, and there is no head. Right. Yep. There we'll never have to worry about a Vitalik issuing coins or issuing a new whatever or issuing a token or like we'll never have to worry about anything like that. Exactly. The closest thing to it would be hey Satoshi's coins just moved off his address. That's the only thing. Yeah. In terms of like coin-wise, I can think of. I'm going to give you the worst one. This yeah. whole thing was set up by a higher central intelligence agency. And, I, uh, so and we're I, all playing the game. In, in I don't a, believe a, that. It, so I, in a, that. Yeah, in a group chat, I saw, oh, Bitcoin is created by the CIA. Sure. Okay, sure. But okay. 
Yeah. And we're trading at 30 grand a coin. We're seeing mass adoption. That could be all part of their plan is what they're saying. No, I get that. I'm going to tell you what they fucked up with their analogy. What's the end game, though, with that? Well, I'm going to tell you what they fucked up with the analogy. If that's the case and somebody were to get a whiff of that, you've already shown us what works. So now we just got to go do Bitcoin. We could just soft fork somewhere else, Mm -hmm. and we could make sure that they have no part of it, whether it's through code, whether it's through what. So we just make it, and then the consensus is going to be go there because that's bad. That's the CIA shit. Right. And then that's when we'll just... I guess build a new Bitcoin. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I don't yeah, think that yeah. day will ever come. But does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Consensus would just be like, "Oh, this is a shitty token. Then I don't want mm-hmm. this." But then somewhere, some actual developers could say, "Well, we forked the Bitcoin code, which is what Ethereum is, which is what all these coins are. Yeah, it's yeah, the original. It's, it's the original core, just with stuff built on top." Yeah. So you get the original core, and then you just say, "Well, we're going to make the real Bitcoin over here without mm-hmm. the CIA." And then I think I would, I think Fair. I would gravitate towards it. Like, absolutely. okay, that's my thing then. And there's ten thousand Bitcoiners with that same attitude. Right. Like, that hey, are we, will, flock. we will build this whole system yeah. ground up. We'll use our time, talent, and resources. It goes resources. back to game theory. If the CIA is really playing this game, they're going to lose once people get a whiff yeah. because we all agree that this Here's works. the deal. I don't think the CIA is that smart. Me neither. Me neither. There was just this one conversation, and I'm going to butcher these famous coders' names <laughs> or whatever, but I think it was uh, a Laszlo of the world. There was just this thing that after Satoshi disappeared or whatever, Laszlo, and I could be messing that up, but I heard it in one of, of the podcasts I was listening to, got called in by somebody big in the CIA and he had a meeting that nobody ever knew what happened. Mm. And Laszlo was the one that Satoshi left in charge. Like basically like, yo, I changed my name off of that to put your name on there because I have to disappear. And Satoshi said it himself, because if I'm around, Bitcoin will never be what it's supposed to be. Mm. Because of that very reason right there. Because he was getting a lot of like, not only harassment, Satoshi was like, yo, that does you shouldn't be doing difficulty adjustments like that, like from other cypherpunks. Like, that's never going to work. That, blah, blah. Not only was he the target for that, but every time Satoshi to do something to improve Bitcoin, those same people would be like, yo, I thought this was anonymous. Mm-hmm. Why are you making changes without letting us know? You have to let us know. But Satoshi obviously made a lot of big decisions that still impact Bitcoin to this day. Yeah. So eventually, the story is, if I'm not getting it wrong, is that he told Laszlo that same thing. Look what's happening because I'm around. It's not anonymous. It's Satoshi's money. And then he was like, I got to get out of here. And then that's, you know, supposedly when he tied up his loose ends, made Laszlo, you know, contributor, the main name, and just disappeared. And now Bitcoin is actually open source because there's not one guy making changes. Everybody makes changes if they get approved, of course. Mm -hmm. So that's just an interesting little fascinating tidbit there. But Mm -hmm. um, it's just everything in Bitcoin just seems to work well. I don't think the CIA or the U.S. or whatever is, but is smart enough to keep it going for this long. I don't think the CIA is that smart to do that. Typically, they're working in reverse. Like, if you historically look through their involvement with stuff, like yeah. whether it's Malcolm X and the sting operations they're running on the ground just sure. to get intel. Um, and I think they would support, they, they would create these, quote unquote, fake cyber attacks that we keep seeing in the news that yep. demand Bitcoin as a ransom. Yeah. Like, they'll fake those. And then they'll start the USDC whatever, yeah, right, and that'll be your digital money, and there's an expiration, basically an expiration date on it. Uh, they'll do something like that where it's like problem reaction solution, but I don't think they. I, I've never seen a CIA move that was this brilliant. Yeah, that changes the world in this way. Right, so, right, and, and once again, Tom for, so. for them from that for them not to be able to spill anything right now because yeah. you know people be in twelve years bag. in. People be in their bag. People be exposing years. them out. Yeah, whistlebl- yeah, whistleblowers. Yeah, right. Whistleblowers. Right. Pro- Project Veritas on the on the political end, they continue to get whistleblowers at all kinds of companies. Yeah. So if how many people would have to know about that? Yeah, right. There'd have to be a whole. It would have slipped. Yeah. There'd be people that were fired. Yeah. Who were like, oh, who want to spite their boss or whatever? Who would spill the secrets? Yeah. In my opinion. Well, and I don't know if it's the CIA per se, but uh, whatever that U.S. government. Entity that military entity. That's where we got SHA two fifty six in these things. So mm. they're smart enough to build these encryption things. Now were they able mm. to do what Satoshi uh, did and be able to piece these things together? Yeah, obviously not. If we believe what we believe, but um, let's not say that they're not smart enough to. You know, encryption is is a warfare tactic. Absolutely. So they understand this in and out. Um, but from what we know and from what we understand, how these algorithms work, they themselves can't even go backwards. They can't crack it, or we don't have the computing to do it. That's all fascinating stuff, dude. Mm. Um, Like, I follow tech for a long time, loosely and aggressively at certain times. But just just perfection is just rare to see. Like, there's always, like, a flaw somewhere. And I know people could pick, you know, get things from Bitcoin and say, well, it doesn't do this, and it doesn't have privacy and all that. But the one thing that they're not understanding is it still works. It works without hands, like, hands off. You can add privacy. Taproot. 
people and then people want speed, right? Yeah. You can add speed, lightning. Exactly. So, so like it is what it's supposed Bitcoin to be. Bitcoin at its core is what it's supposed to be. And all the utility that everything else is going to offer can just be layer two, layer three, layer four on top of Bitcoin. Adding, yeah. So why why would I want to hold Ethereum when there's going to be an Ethereum 2.0 and probably a 3.0 and there's probably going to be more coins that are the same issued. questions. Why? Why would I want to hold yeah. that long term? And the and the, 20, the 21 million allotment is everything. Facts. It's, it's everything. Facts. It just makes sense. It's like, oh, okay, this can't be effed with. Like, yeah. I can't just get more of it. So, I don't know, Digital man. scarcity. Yeah, just scarcity in general. We They're love still it. finding gold. That's why we collect shit. That's why we do it what we do. That's why certain people have the Yo. sneaker collections, the car collections. What's up? Oh, one of one. Speaking of scarcity, a one yeah. of one, I think Seth Curry card went for like six million. Come on now. One of one. And I would never, but somebody did. Oh, absolutely. It's a store of value. That's what I'm saying. For them. It, it's it, it's incredible to watch. Yeah. It's playing out. And I keep looking down at the screen. I go through a few of these numbers here because there's a lot of different things that are incredible. Uh, maybe throughout the episodes, we'll try to keep this dashboard open for the most part. Mm-hmm. Let me see if that, yep, five hours and 58 minutes. Mm. We're checking on that block. That's still going. Um, the transactions in that block, the estimated block that's about to be found, hopefully, is by Slushpool. <laughs> um, uh, two da- actually, I think Slushpool found the last one because hey, I had the notification. Right. So five hours ago, hey. the Slushy picked it up. Um, 2,199 transactions in the next block. The output is about 4,000 Bitcoin, uh, three and a half, 3.5 Bitcoin. Um in U.S. dollars, that's one uh, 119.5 million. Uh, the reward for the next blocks is 6.57. And the value, uh, that's 225, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and you can see the size of the blocks. Uh, what do we got for other prices? So Bitcoin price in gold, 8.9 ounces. Okay. Every Bitcoin is a gold. Uh, Bitcoin is 5.4 of the gold market cap. Uh, the all-time high for Bitcoin, 64,840. That was on April 14th. That was 84 days ago. That's interesting. Taproot is locked in. We're at block height 690,046. Um, the Bitcoin network, this one's really cool. Reachable Bitcoin nodes. These means full nodes that have the Are blockchain on the ledger. Yep. 11,669. Now, you can add to that Bitcoin Tor nodes. That's 4,255. Uh, and that's about 15,000 nodes that are running the blockchain right now. I feel like that's low. Um, well, let's go to the next thing. This is why mm. it's not low, because in order for you to have a Lightning node, you need to have the Bitcoin Core. The next numbers is the Lightning Network. The, um, let me see, total nodes, 12,236. So bump that number up, total channels. Bump that number up to about 24,000 nodes. Gotcha. That could be low for worldwide, but not everybody knows how to run a node. Mm-hmm. So you trust like the big companies to do it in the background for you. Yeah, that yeah. could be a reason for that. I agree with you. That's a little bit low. Yeah, um, like I just I just think like considering Bitcoiners and everything we talk about, self possession of miners, nodes, yeah. your own coin, your keys, all that, right? Um, I figured they'd I don't know maybe like fifty thousand, hundred thousand. I don't know. Well, let me let me go back and say something too. I don't know if the word reachable means anything gotcha. because it says reachable Bitcoin nodes. Gotcha. So I don't know if that means that there's like a private type of node that can't mm. be reached, and these are public nodes. Um, I don't know the legit, but I do agree with you. I think that's pretty low, especially yeah. for something that's worldwide, global. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, the Lightning Network's capacity is close to 2,000 Bitcoin. That means there's 2,000 Bitcoin tied up in the Lightning Network right now as liquidity back and forth. Speaking of which, I did my first transaction with uh, Strike and Moon. Yep. So good look on that, as we were saying. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, so I, talk I, to that experience. Uh, yeah, so I use the Strike app. If you don't have it, get that. Yep. Um, I, I think of it almost like a, as like a Venmo, even better. In terms of like Bitcoin, where like it sits on top of your bank account, that's like that's what I mean by sure. that. And then it, I like it can kind of yeah, cash app, same yeah. idea. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I deposited five hundred bucks on that. I pulled up my electric bill, and then I went to I pulled up Chrome uh, on my computer. You get uh, basically Moon, mm-hmm. uh, which is the browser uh, extension. Um, it basically creates a gift card for you. Uh, you scan that with Strike. Strike pays for that, and then you use the gift card that is on your screen to pay your actual bill. Um, to get from Strike to Moon, you have to like scan like a QR code. We were talking about QR yep. codes earlier. Um, but after that, it's smooth sailing and I got 5% back. So I got twenty, almost $25 back Dope. for paying my utility bill. Yeah, man. And then I can just convert that. I can send that to a Lightning wallet yep. and send it to my cold storage for probably less, probably a quarter. It's, yeah, especially <laughs> with the mempool being so low nowadays. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really good, man. Yeah. It's impressive technology. 
Uh, even the experience of copy and pasting it was, the card. It's so easy. It's so good. They even give you the button to copy. Like, yeah. it, it's not hard at all. Yeah, like, I even thought that it was going to be this thing where, like, it kept going away and I kept having to go back. Yeah. Or, like, I would have to write the number down. It's it's there. Yeah. Even from a return perspective, um, even if you have a card where you're getting, like, 3 maybe 4% back, typically 3% back, Yeah. Um, that 5% is still better than that. Yeah. And then on top of that… Um, Typically, when you pay with a credit card, like on a utility bill, National yep. Grid would charge me like an extra like $5 as a convenience fee. Yeah. So the fees add up and the rewards go down versus doing right. it with this. It's, it's more profitable. Yeah, it's, it's a, 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 you know, the ultimate 5% back sats card because, mm, yeah. you know, as soon as you, Stripe gives you the, the, the money right away, it leaves it in your account and then you could just send it to a lightning address right the, there. The first thing I was thinking was, uh, should we do this at like a restaurant? You could do anything at, at anywhere. <laughs> yes. Would, there, would you have to scan the restaurants invoice would, what, it, would what it have to be like a, I don't know like we went out to eat yeah the restaurant would have to have a QR code yeah so the, gotcha. the restaurant would walk up to with their tablet right with their yeah, phone yeah. whatever is connected they would have the total pulled up on a QR code and you'll be able to scan it from strike and you'll be able to pay them gotcha. do a lot of restaurants do QR codes on the receipt? they will if they understand that they're not paying taxes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, eventually. yeah. Eventually. so like at the end of the night right they could have their strike right and at the end of the night um you know, they're going to have all their total payments inside the strike app. Mm-hmm. So let's just say they had a great night and it was like three grand inside of this, the QR code that was scanned. From there in US dollars, they could take from strike, transfer 500 to pay bills from their, you know, strike account back to their bank account. Mm-hmm. And then literally from there, just send to a cold storage address. Or if you want to save on the fees, you could just send it to a lightning QR code and turn whatever your profit was that night into sats immediately and blah, 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 go down that chain or whatever. It's incredibly usable. Mm-hmm. Um, but once again, the process comes in. Do people see the benefit in Bitcoin? Do yeah. people want to get paid in Bitcoin? And do they want to deal with having the Jose of the worlds come around and explain this to them? Yeah. Because they have to want to learn. The, the restaurant has to see. But my biggest argument to business owners, which is, in, I'm sure there's dozens of business owners doing it now, is I don't pay taxes on this. Mm. Like they just, unless I cash out. Yeah. They could pay me for a haircut. They could pay me for this. They could pay me for that. They could pay me for whatever. And as long as I don't need it, like to pay any bills or anything, it's going to sit there. I could have a very nice, economically profitable day just by holding some gold. Mm-hmm. And I did the same thing I do every day. Right? Facts. So uh, I, I think it's very, you know, and then before it was the whole, like, look, we're going on it's six hours now, six hours and five minutes. Mm. So before it would be like, yeah, but I can't use this at a restaurant. They could walk away with the food and steal it. Well, you got strike. Yeah. All right. And then if the consumers can't complain because it's like, oh, yeah, but I don't know how to type 000135. No, you just put 50 bucks on the app and, and it does all the magic for you. Exactly. And then on the, on the owner standpoint is that. It's like, oh, no, no, you could cash out whenever you want or yeah. you could save it and send it to a cold storage. Mm-hmm. All right? Yeah. And we could set up a, a node right inside the store. All right? So, like, you're not trusting, you know, strike servers or whatever servers. You're verifying these transactions because you have a really nice... Maybe two, three raspy blitz. These things are like 60 bucks. There has to be CEOs. I know there was one article talking about the day Walmart accepts Bitcoin where they dollar cost average from a buying standpoint yeah. and they offer 10% off, 5% off if you pay in Bitcoin. Sure. Uh, and then they have a note at each register at checkout. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know if I'm a CEO of a big company, you have to be thinking 10 steps ahead. You have to be thinking, yeah. how can we implement nodes at, at checkout, yeah. nodes at online checkout, yeah. and when do we start dollar cost averaging? First of all, fuck so. these companies. <laughs> uh, second of all, the reason they can't do that is because they rely too much on subsidies and things like yeah. this. So Walmart, whether we like to believe it or not, relies on tax Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tax I'm, thinking, I'm thinking smaller spots. Trader yeah, Joe's. Or, right, that's why I don't care about none of those places. But yeah, like a Trader Joe's stuff, they would just bring individuals like you and I, right? Yeah, Bitcoin consultant. That would just be like, hey man, we're going to wire up this fucking store and it's very easy to do. It's not very expensive to do yeah. and all you have to do is keep your internet connection up and yeah cause what's a, what's a node 150 uh, to put it all together it's probably like 2, 250 250 so yeah yeah, yeah. And, and then you know in the future they would have to upgrade hard drives it's gonna be far away I think the yeah, mempool yeah. I mean the, the blockchain is still like under 500 gigs you could buy a terabyte and be good for a while you need a 10 terabyte for 250 sure and that's if they want to future proof themselves so yeah, that could yeah. be you know we're giving away all the, the <laughs> but that could be like an upsell you Blueprint. guys want to future proof yourself etc mm-hmm. you could do this uh, but you, one terabyte you get 250 for each node I'm sure if we're doing it at scale or anybody's doing it at scale they could give them cheaper prices on that like we'll set up a node for 150 because we have plenty of parts and whatever we do this um, yeah and it's just one of those things you set them up you set them up with a strike account, or you could just set them up with um, like one of the free wallets, right? Like you could do Zeus wallet, you could do Zap wallet, which is a strike uh, mm-hmm. open sourced wallet. 
Uh, you can do anything that does lightning and still do QR codes. You don't need Strike. Yep. I just think if you advertise Strike, it's going to make the fiat thing easier for customers. Mm-hmm. They'll be willing to just load up another cash app and just hit a QR code yep. instead of having to download Zeus app or... And send here and send there. And, and have to type in 50,000, do the conversion, 50,000 mm-hmm. sats. When it's like, nah, listen, your bill was 75.54. I don't know what 75.54 in sats is by now. I have a right. guess, but I don't yeah, know what yeah. it is. Right. So it, it's important to advertise services like uh, Strike, uh, Mun. Mun is another wallet you could use on the fly that you could mm-hmm. just load sign up real quick um, and, and be able to have the customer have the experience because that's what matters. They yeah. have to love it. They they have to uh, want to be able to do it. And you have, like you said, with the 10%, you have to give them an incentive to do so. Mm-hmm. Like if they come in and say, hey, I got a Visa card, it may be your job to say, well, hey, we're going to charge you $5 more. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But this free app right here, Strike, next time you come in, have it set up. You'll get X, and, Y, Z. And we're going to give you free fries and a drink. Yep. Sold. So I'm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, a family package. Right? You come in, whatever. we'll give you a full. Uh, free a, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Large pizza, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but then more people are going to start coming in, and over time, you're going to be yep. getting this gold. And yep. yeah, right from Strike, you can go and say, hey, Strike, I want this as U.S. dollars back to my bank account, mm-hmm. which I don't think is a, it's a taxable event, by the way, because uh, uh, Strike already converts it to cash. Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? So I think you're just telling Strike, if that or, or, or they take the hit on taxes, but I think they're basically telling Strike, hey, I got 75 bucks in my app because mm-hmm. Ben just sent me this, this Bitcoin and it's 75 bucks. Send it to my DCU account. Mm-hmm. And, and that's 75 bucks not converted. So it's, 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 it's smart for the business owner. And then, like oh, I said. Oh, that is smart, bro. They could take their tips at the end of the Yo, day. Yo, if you're not listening to this podcast consistently, Jose be giving <laughs> me gems, bro. From, I love that. From, from booking my travel with Expedia and using Lolly as a Chrome <laughs> plugin to how I just paid my electric bill. And got money back from a Chrome plugin yeah. to how I bought Bitcoin, no fees from an app to an app transfer. Yeah. Like Jose be giving game. Y'all need to I'm just shooting shit. Give, out here, give man. this man yeah. stream him some sads. But we have fair, stream some sads. But we have this conversation off the mic. Yeah. So this yeah, isn't yeah, even like sad. unique. So <laughs> nah, but still uh, it's it's I appreciate it, man. Thanks. But bro, I appreciate it. I, I just uh, it, it fascinates me. It just yeah. fascinates me. Like on a different level. Like mm-hmm. um I, I can see how cults start. I could do. I could see how cults start because it's like sometimes things just make sense in your head. Yeah. And this one right here is like I don't know. I don't think it's a cult. I know it's not a cult because there's yeah, no leader yeah. uh, or yeah. anything like that. But like that, that like it can change your life feeling. Yeah. Which cults do to people? Mm-hmm. Religion does to people. I feel that. Like it's like yo, this thing has from philosophy of thought to what I believe in to what I think is happening to what is not happening to how money works to how I have broken all these layers of life changing information. And it's just come from Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of smirk laughing because while you're talking about <laughs> this, I'm thinking about the doc on Netflix. I think it's Wild Wild West. I haven't seen it. Hit me. I think <laughs> I think that's the name of it. But basically, it's like this Middle Eastern dude who starts this church off in the middle of nowhere, um, and he like there's images of like they're them having like 30 Rolls Royces back to back, and kind of like super high yoga retreat. They're probably doing mushrooms and a bunch of crazy <laughs> stuff. I think there's a lot of sex going on, uh, obviously, right? And I don't know. It just makes me think of, like, Woodstock <laughs> and just this euphoria camp of cult. And, like, it's crazy. I think I got through, like, half of it. Yeah. Um, no. I've but seen I'm just, sure. it, it's one of those things where it's like, this is so crazy that this actually happened. Like, right. it's not a movie. It's like, wow, this is real life. That's, and then somebody would believe it. A lot of people believe it. Like, But yeah. that's, once again, this is how yeah. I feel about this. Like, not... It's there's cool no, watching stuff like that. Yeah, there's no leader. There's nothing that I'm like, like I guess, being bamboozled by. Sure. Right? It's just more like the way life is um, completely changed. It's, it's the Matrix is the best example. It's yeah. the way life is completely goes upside down by one thing happening in your life. Yeah. And most people, I'm sure all people, when they get introduced to Bitcoin and they start falling down that, it life changing. You're never the same as the and the other end of the tunnel as you are when you start in Bitcoin. And I think that's a testament itself and why it goes way beyond money. Um, it's cool to see the headlines. It's cool to gauge its price. It's cool to do certain things. But it just goes way past that because life as uh, as a benefit, as a plus, right? Mm-hmm. Like we talk about our energy being plus. Bitcoin has not only completely freed up time, but has given me so much value in my life that it's it, it just makes the dollar look worthless. It really does. Like yeah. that thing that everybody chases still to this day, which is the most mal- uh, malicious things that happen in this world or, or fiat-oriented um, to to think that all these things that all these people chase the gold pillaging, just to think that yeah, that feeling of like this is this is slaverism without bondage, right? This is this trap. This is this thing that because we all have been 
accustomed to, been told to chase it because we have to chase it, that we all have dedicated our lives at all cause, at family cause, at our own personal expense, at, at so many different places, at, you know, at, at virtues, at being honest, at doing all these things. We cross ourselves in so many different things because at a very early age, even before us, in this country, it was in custom and ingrained in people to say, yo, you need to get that by all means. Because that's how you survive, and that's how you live, and that's how you live well free. The American dream, the fence, the dog, the wife, the nuclear family, blah, 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 All that stuff was basically fiat-oriented. You needed the mortgage to get the house. You needed the money to keep the wife. You needed the money to take care of the kids. And damn it, you can't get a dog if you ain't got a place to keep the shit, a yard or something like that. This whole, you know, the, the two-car garage, this whole thing was built off keep getting money. Some people are extremely smart at getting money and they've done it and they're billionaires and they're millionaires and fantastic. But for the most part, everybody has to suffer because a few motherfuckers want to just basically lie to people just to get to the millionaire status. It's a, it's a, it's a stab world where it's like, I got to cut you in order to get ahead of you. And I'm hopeful that the Bitcoin standard fixes all that. Yeah. We, we, we just grow together. It's just one of those things. And you can have a farm with just some pigs in a little shed that you sleep in or you can have a mansion. But the, 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 the compromise is still there. You didn't stab nobody in the back to get this mansion. You did it with your own energy, your own work, because everybody gets Bitcoin at the price they deserve, and everybody expends the amount of energy, money, in certain situations, to get as much Bitcoin as they can. So they all get what they deserve. If you saved enough Bitcoin to get a mansion, you deserve that mansion. But damn it, don't tell me it's because of money. Don't tell me it's because of price action, blah, 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 blah. Signal off. I, I don't want to hear that stuff. You know what I'm saying? For the mm-hmm, most person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. Bitcoin, man. Life-changing. Yeah. Well, one thing, so when Michael Saylor talks about Bitcoin, like he had a property rights video, which goes hand in hand with what we're talking about, gold pillaging, uh, petrodollar, you know, fueling wars. But he's just like, this is the first time where we have something for 8 billion people where we're giving them property rights. You know what I mean? When you own land or when you own a house, if you don't pay your taxes, your house is seized. If you're suspected of drug activity or this, this, that, or you owe the IRS X amount, your house is seized. Right. Uh, in all these cases, it's like your your biggest asset is taken from you directly, and there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, with Bitcoin, it's the first time where you can take something, put it in cold storage, and only you have possession of it, and it cannot be confiscated. Yeah. yeah. And it's no one's going to stop you from giving that to your kids, to your wife, you know, whatever the case yeah. is, or just holding on to it for yourself till death. Like, whatever you want to do, it's yeah. yours, but the government isn't taking it from you. And they, yeah, and, and they should. Yeah. And when I think about now, right, there was a headline that said uh, there's a current death tax, and the Biden administration wants to administer another death tax. So this dude, a Bitcoiner, posted. He was like, "Yo, listen, this is crazy." He's like, "We're gonna sell my parents' house, but we're gonna have to use the proceeds to put them in an old person home, and there's like an extra tax on top of that. So yeah. not only they're gonna lose there when they die, there'll be nothing left of their estate." Right. Because there's a double death tax eventually. Like, right. it's, it's crazy. But before so. Bitcoin, there was no alternative for them. Facts. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. that's the problem. That, that, that's why, once again, you, we were, they were showed before us that it was the way to go. You have to get this dollar. This dollar is what makes your life or breaks your life. They made everything tied to it. Yeah, yeah. by design. Yeah. Uh, and then they could fuck with it. And they could, you know, take it from you. And even if they don't take it from you literally, they'll take it from you by debasing taxing. it. Yeah, yeah, or ta- debasing. yeah, taxing it, debasing it. Dude, um, I, just, I just got an oil change. Oil change prices are up every time I go to get an oil change. Why? At Valvoline. And okay. I'm talking to the guy and I'm like, hey, man, is it me? Or <laughs> like, I wasn't expecting <laughs> the to drop. premium one, package? I wasn't expecting to drop 125 today at Valvoline. That's nuts. You know yeah. what I mean? Before it was like 90. Yeah. 100. How did we get to 125, my man? They keep tying it, right? Uh, and I asked him, and he's like, yo, I've been here since February, and, like, every month they're raising the prices. And, and so, like, inflation is this hidden tax where your salary stays the same, but you get less. You get less chicken nugget, but the chicken nugget costs more, bro. Right. And I always talk about this because it's <laughs> tangible, and obviously it's, like— It's big. Like— It's noticeable. How many times does that have to happen before, like, everyone just looks around and says— why is chicken more expensive? Why is steak more expensive? Why is gas more expensive? Why, yo, we were talking off air, seventeen fifty for a three bedroom, or I think it's like a two bedroom on a third floor, seventeen fifty. Yeah, but that that goes back to the trap because if they keep getting these numbers to go up, and like you yeah. said, your your money doesn't go up. Guess what you have to do? Go work more overtime, work more. good sir. You lose more energy. Yeah, you lose more time. Yeah, you lose it all, all in one shot. They take away your time because instead of spending extra time with whatever your loved ones, your kids, or whatever. Guess who's spending more energy, right? So 
It's it's shitty, man. That's why I'm I'm about done with it. I obviously live very comfortable. It's it's very uh, narcissistic to even say like, well, fuck the dollar. I pay my bills, man. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's all that the dollars carry weight for me. Mm-hmm. I make sure my kids get what they want, and I make sure my wife gets what we want, and we just keep rolling about business. But me yeah. personally, no excitement in making dough like that, man. Yeah. Like if it, it, it comes. No, the, the only thing. So even on my end, yeah. I close a deal or whatever or whatever happens. Yeah. Um, I get excited because I'm like, okay, what can I do with that? Can I buy another rig? You need it for or, sure. You right. know, what coin can I buy? You know, but but the re- like that. my early my early mindset on that is is I guess my early um, separation uh, of what's about to come, right? Because if I'm not dependent on this thing that I know is going to collapse, it's a much easier transition to bounce to the next thing. Yeah. So to me, it's like you know, I agree with you. You have to you have to pay your bills. You have to do these things. You have to make money. We we do things for money. We do work. You know, podcasts. Mm-hmm. We do things for money. Of course. But yeah, if you can change it to something that's going to go in the right direction, mm-hmm. you need to do that as fast as possible because you get dependent. And then in the Bitcoin standard world, sure, you can still transact in value. I'm not going to say that what we do for a living is worthless in the Bitcoin world. Yeah. But what happens when you're not closing as often because more people value what they're trading. So mm-hmm. you have to work harder to make these trades happen. You're going to be so dependent on the easy fiat that it's going to be a tougher transition. Not an yeah. impossible one, but a tougher one. Uh, so to me, it's just an early separation of like, I'm not even going to get attached to this thing, man, because yeah. that fucking with it. Why would I get attached to this? Isn't it? That's cuck mentality. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This it's, isn't even my girl. I'm getting, my girl's getting fucked by somebody. It's cuck mentality. That's what it is. They own all that. And you, um, by holding it in your account or in your 401ks or all that, you think you own this. You think you own your house and you don't own any of that. But you own Bitcoin. Yeah. If you do it the right way. Mm-hmm. And that's my separation from the free. Yeah, that's my mindset. Like, I make money. I pay my bills. I work a job, of course. You know, it's all fantastic. I live well. You know, maybe more than some, right? But, like, I, I sometimes I see the look in people's eyes when they want it. When they yeah. want it. And I feel bad for that. I do. Yeah. Because it's such a root of evil thing. It's such a, like, I don't know. I, weird comparison. But I heard somebody talk about caffeine and coffee. And he took a three-month break this morning. Uh, on, on on YouTube and I was watching that and it's like that. It's like he, he was walking in the airport early in the morning, you know, when they start opening the stores up and yeah. stuff in the airport and he was like, boy, did I see the line of fucking zombies sitting outside the, trying to get their coffee. Yeah. It was an addiction that they didn't even notice. Yeah. That's sort of how it is when you go in through your timeline on whatever f- social platform and you see all these entrepreneurs, uh, real and fake entrepreneurs, <laughs> literally just like standing on the line addicted to something that has no meaning whatsoever in life. Yeah. When you die, you're not going to give a fuck about what you posted, what you did, what you did, none of that. And I feel bad because I think it's an addiction in itself and it's a, it's a root of evil one and you're just playing a dirty game, uh, most people. Uh, but we do need it to live, unfortunately. We got to make enough of it to be comfortable and take trips. But whenever you can, you trade that dirty cash into some Bitcoin and your life will gradually improve. Yeah. Um, depending how much you put into it, the faster. But you, you're going to improve. Nobody's late. We tell you guys that mostly every week. You're yeah. not late. You're extremely early. There's a long way to go. Fascinating shit happening. Yeah, on, on the comparison, and they, they sure. say Bitcoin is where the early internet was. I probably agree. pre-AOL. Right? TCPF, yep. Um, yeah. So imagine, you know, being back then and, and people are saying, hey, you're eventually you're going to be able to measure the square footage around your house so you know how much lawn fertilizer to put down. You'll be able to measure square footage from, yes, sir. you know, GPS here to here. And like, yeah. we'd be like, what? What are you talking about? And how fast I, I want to go on MapQuest and print out my directions. How fast did like, that happen, too? I mean, very quickly. About the 20 year span, maybe? Yeah, I mean, we went from the first. I mean, I think the article I saw showed like 1997. Yep. And uh, yeah, I mean, when, when were we on AOL? I don't remember, but it was probably about 20 years ago, man. Yeah. Way before that, probably. Yeah, Actually, ni- I, late 1990s. 1999. Be, yeah, it had to be way before that because I saw that Independence Day turned 25 and the internet was out way before Independence yeah. Day. So, yeah, probably 30, 30 plus years ago. Right? Yeah. No. Damn, I don't even know. But it was a while ago. Mm-hmm. But how fast it changed, right? Once yeah. Apple came, and, and I have to say it was Apple, but once the App Store became a thing, once it was mm-hmm. like, oh, no, you got this thing in your pocket and you could just download you got everything. shit. That's when it just the 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 slope was like it just went downhill really fast and we got mm-hmm. some crazy innovation. Our phones do everything for us right now. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, super incredible. I'm gonna check on that blog real quick. We're yeah. about 48 minutes six in. Six and a half. Six and six hours and 21 minutes. Yeah. Holy banana! You were talking about watching. Is it the mempool flash? What the the pulsing? The That's the mempool, the mempool and the and, and the predicted next block. So it kind of shows you what the transactions it, are. And it blinks though, right? 
Uh, it just updates. Okay. So I guess that's how they show you it blinks. But yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. it's meant to blink. I just think it updates to different numbers. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So if you're if you're looking at um like stock market, that's how like the even or even on like Binance, you'll see those. Yeah, you'll see the tickers. It's pretty cool. It, it is, yeah. This is just a different monster. Like yeah. seeing the inputs go in, the size of the blocks. Whenever, like for example, right now, the size of the block right now is um well, let me put it this way. They only do one megabyte block. So right now there's three point 48 megabytes in the pool and that's four blocks to clear as soon as it goes past 3.48 if no blocks have cleared a new block is formed so it's literally you could just watch it it's just one megabyte per block mm. and whatever goes past the one megabyte just gets put into the next block and that's how we get sometimes we get backed up and that's when the mempool gets really high and there's yeah. like 30 blocks right now there's only four blocks there's only 3.48 megabytes so that means there's three whole blocks and they're working on the fourth block now if I'm not mistaken on that math. But it's incredible, man. There's about 5,000 transactions in the mempool. Next block has about 2,199. It's still about three and a half Bitcoin. So if we got in on that first block, if I sent you some sats, mm-hmm. uh, would we see a confirmation by now? We'd see one by no, now or no? nothing? Zero? You're not on the block. Would you still say pending? Yeah, you're not on the block. And gotcha. that's when, you know, maybe there's difficulty if this keeps happening. I've seen one earlier before that that was about an hour and 30 minutes. So I mm-hmm. today seems to be kind of uh, sluggish. Um, but I guess in theory, what that would mean is the difficulty adjustment would drop. Gotcha. Uh, and it's expected to drop by 10. That's why, because it's taken way too long to find these blocks. Yeah. doesn't really throw off Bitcoin in a sense, but, you know, that's why it's really cool to use block height as time. Yeah. Uh, because block height is set around the world. There's no time zones, no weird it's 5 o'clock for you, 9 o'clock for me. It's mm-hmm. not. Our confirmation settled on this block height. Mm-hmm. Whatever part of the, whatever time of the world that was for you, Whatever. That's what it translates to. That's that's what it is, and yeah. it's very important to use block height as um as as a as a time tool. I've seen a few people do it. I tried to do it with my unchained post, but um, yeah, constantly looking at the block height and being like, yo, like I seen people put like my 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 kid was born on block uh, height. Yeah. yeah, yeah, super like cool that. stuff. But yeah, it doesn't matter what you know. In the other side of the world, it could be middle of night right now, uh, but your son was born and it was morning for you, right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. They experienced that that one moment in time. Incredible stuff. Yeah, man. I like that idea. I saw you uh, yeah. post about it on, on Twitter a little while back. Like, you know, at this block height, X, Y, Z happened. I was like, oh, it's dope. Yeah, that was the unchained like uh, that. post or whatever. Uh, yep. But yeah, man, it, it's it's a beautiful thing to watch. I don't think this block is going to get found by the time we go. <laughs> um, are we good? We got 52 yeah. minutes. Good? Yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, we appreciate you guys as always. Please rate, share, and subscribe. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Tell a friend, share it. If you're listening to us on your favorite podcast platform, might be a good idea if you leave a review down below. That helps us float up in the algorithm. More people could get this information, this value that you're receiving. If you're on Lightning, please feel free to pick your favorite app, stream us some sets. We appreciate that. That's the way we beat the taxes. Super important. Uh, Ben, thanks, man. Appreciate it. bro. Episode 27. 27, bro. Appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Later, guys. Peace. opinions expressed by Jose and Ben or any of the guests on this show are solely their opinion and their opinion alone. Their opinions do not reflect the opinions of any of the sponsors or other parties involved in the recording of this show. Do not treat any opinion expressed by Jose and Ben as a specific endorsement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy. Their expressions of their opinion on this show is purely for informational purposes.